0: are tenaciously being my name is rather i'm your host this is the place where we get to be real about this wild and crazy journey called life we're going to talk about both the beautiful blessings and the cringy crunchy confusing parts of being human all from a place of unconditional love we get to create this life we get to choose how to be in the world It's time to disregard the shoulds and forge our own path. We've forgotten that this is our opportunity and possibly how to do it. Let's remember together how to simply, gloriously, courageously, and tenaciously be. I feel like shaking, so I'm going to shake. <laughs> my name is Rather, and I am here. I hope that I am being heard um, and that this fancy little microphone in front of my face is actually working. I've done a couple tests. I'm going to roll with it, and we are going to officially call this the first episode of many more to come, of my podcast, and I don't, I haven't decided on a name just yet, but by the time you hear this, lovely listener, (laughs) friend of mine, because we are here on this universe, on this planet together, um, whether I know you or not, and whether you're watching me or listening to me, um... Thank you for being here and welcome. I should have decided on a name before I started this, but here's the thing, and this is why I'm here. And if you can, give me a chance because I have so much to say (laughs) and I have been scared to death to speak up and to say and to speak. And um, I'm ready to move, move past that move through that I'm ready to move through those fears and to begin and the perfectionist in me and the shoulds and the knowledge that I do already have about How to present myself in a way that is well-received and successful, if you will, Um, I'm not doing those things, (laughs) at least not yet. And um, more importantly, I have recognized how not doing those things, um, because I don't have the time to do those right now, because life is crazy as it is for a long time, as it is for you, I'm sure, as it still will be whenever this comes out in like a month, because I have a lot to say. And what I want to do right now, my intentions, this is why I'm here with you. We are here on episode one of this podcast that's coming out. (laughs) Rather be, tenacious be, I might get into any of this Right now, I just want to give an overview and I want to talk about my intentions and why I'm here and where I'm coming from and why I think and hope that you will stick around to listen to other things that I have to say Um, because having conversation right now in this world has become difficult, if uh, you haven't noticed. Um, Having just comfortable conversation with people that you know, people that you don't know with anybody, even your best friends, your partners, your family, um, brothers, sisters, parents. Like, it's not easy to have conversations with people right now. And it's because we're all so triggered and we're all so... um, Inflamed is the word that came to mind, and it it's true, and that's a deeper, that's probably a deeper analogy than I'm going to get into right now, but I do think that most of what we're experiencing in the world right now is inflammation, <laughs> in a lot of ways, stress and inflammation. Inflammation causes stress on the body. We're going to talk about stress eventually. Um, We're going to talk about some conspiracy theories eventually. We're going to talk about some uh, um, health-related nutrition, um, kind of in this health and wellness realm eventually. We're going to talk about creativity because if you do know me um, personally, then you know that creativity is my love language. Creativity is my life (laughs) it has been for a long time um over two decades more than half of my life and arguably even earlier than that because what child in the i mean what child doesn't have creativity as part of their life a sad child (laughs) i would imagine most children grew up with most people grow up with at least some crayons in their life and some coloring books, I hope. Um, creativity is like a whole nother thing. And it's likely that you've heard me talk about creativity a lot, but we're going to get into it more. Um, quite honestly, I've been thinking about this podcast for a really long time. And I've my point of just a moment ago was that I've allowed all of the shoulds And I'm throwing up air quotes when I do that, um, because I'm going to start removing that word from our vocabulary, from my vocabulary. I don't want to harp on the shoulds because, and I'd never want to should um, anybody. It's hard, but I try not to should my child, my children, or my husband, or any of my friends. Like, if someone asks me for an opinion, then I can give my opinion, but I can also try and frame that opinion in a way that it's not like you should do this and you should do that. And it's just amazing how, if you start paying attention, how easily that those statements roll off our tongues and how easy it is to tell other people what we should and shouldn't be doing, especially as a parent. (laughs) But anyway, I've allowed all those shoulds to keep me frozen and to not show up and to not do this. And, um, as with many 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 arguably all systems in the world all things in the world we are on the cusp of change um, change is happening change has happened and it will continue to happen um, arguably the only constant thing that will continue to happen is change which is quite the paradox when we are sitting as humans in On the planet, amongst our peers, our family, society, and all of the systems that we have built around us, and here we are at this evolutionary phase of both collapse and rebirth, and they basically have to happen at the same time in order to dissolve and... and and, and grow again I mean we're in a cycle um, and it's a massive cycle and it's not like anything that we've ever seen nor have our parents or grandparents I mean we're talking thousands of years cycles that we're going through right now so we don't have a playbook for this Um, there is no amount of courses workshops um, diets protocols doctors medications self-help books, any, there is not a checklist. <laughs> there is no direct assistance um, on how to navigate this massive thing that's happening to humans. And I know that that's like a big, a big concept. It's a very macro way of looking at things. And there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of pieces, a lot of moving parts and And I literally have this list here of like 60 ideas (laughs) um, of different topics that I'm happy to talk about and want to talk about. And um, essentially what I'm going to do for um, this first series of podcasts that are coming out because there will probably be a dozen or so of these that come all at once. And so you'll get like a whole season at once because I want to... In my own way, very unscripted, however, trying to stay focused on a topic. Another one of those, if you know me, you know how my mind meanders and pings around on different topics. And so I want to kind of start in this way of very vulnerable, (laughs) authentic, um, unscripted, unedited. I don't, I'm not going to mess around with editing. You're going to, this is the, the, the amount of editing that I'm doing here, is I have cleaned up my background, (laughs) positioned myself in my room where I think I have the best lighting for now, I've bought myself a microphone and I've figured out how to plug it into my iPad. (laughs) So we're just recording these episodes like this. I haven't even gotten to where they go and how they they get posted and into the feed. I do not have a cover (laughs) yet, although by the time you see this, you will know that there is a cover and I will share this with the world but i feel much more comfortable in this in recognizing this fear paradigm that i've been in about how i've allowed all of these shoulds like i don't have a name or a cover or i don't know how the outlets go and or even how to <laughs> do the sound part um i've let those be hiccups that allow me to not say anything and to not speak up and um I'm done with it. I'm over that. I am, I'm, I'm blessing that fear for keeping me safe for as long as it had. And I am stepping into my present now moment that, um, that is very real. And I'm like burning inside with thoughts. And it's, it's almost as if the thoughts are not only mine, but they are coming from source and they are it's becoming this remembrance and I'm spilling out. And um, every time I get into conversations about this with friends um, or my partner or with myself in my journal or, you know, friends, um, most people who feel comfortable saying something to me tell me how, amazing it feels to just have a conversation with me. And I don't know where that comes from. I don't know. That is certainly, I don't go out in the world thinking everyone needs to have a conversation <laughs> with me because I just have the best things to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I mean, look at today's world, like how quickly people get canceled and you offend somebody and political correctness and like... <sighs> All the things and all the reasons that we can tell ourselves that, oh, no, I shouldn't say something because of X, Y, Z, like, <laughs> whatever. And quite frankly, when I'm in face-to-face with people, I think very little about those things. But when it comes to recording myself and recording my thoughts and making them public in an effort to share this vibration... <laughs> um, I feel pretty silly for having been committed to that fear story for so long. And so here I am. (laughs) I don't know how long these podcasts are going to last. I don't know what I'm going to say with each one necessarily. I have a lot of thoughts. And if you've been paying any amount of attention, you you can hardly be living under a rock (laughs) and not know that there are a thousand things to talk about in the world right now. You can pick any given subject and form an opinion on it based on your input, based on your reality, based on your truth, based on how you feel inside. And I'll say this a thousand times that we are so out of touch with how we feel about things. We are so out of touch with how experiences and foods and our environment and our thoughts and how everything that we absorb affects our overall like existence our cognition our discernment our ability to I mean one of the biggest symptoms for people these days is brain fog can you believe that we're actually at a point where we're diagnosing and using brain fog as a symptom but this is where we're at like I'll get into my bathtub analogy. That's going to be its own podcast because I love this analogy and there is a short to it, but, um, our bathtubs, if you think of a bathtub with the, the spill valve, right, right below the drain and then that, if you fill your water too high, it begins to spill out through that part of the drain. Um, that spill valve is like symptoms when you start having symptoms, things like brain fog or a rash, um, acne, um, v- whatever, <laughs> anything, diarrhea, constipation. Yes, I will talk about our bowel movements. <laughs> I spent a long time in health histories talking about um, what our processes and and there is just so much. Okay, right? Like I'm not going to go down all these rabbit holes right now, but our bathtubs, societally, are full. We all have a symptom that we can speak of even in a state of health there is always something that we are striving to fix um and i would beg to say that most of humanity has many symptoms and they're sitting here nodding their head at me and listing them all off in their head and wondering what the fuck is wrong with them (laughs) And why can't anybody give me answers, right? Because no one knows what's going on with anybody, right? And so I'm a problem person. I'm not not a problematic person. (laughs) I like a good problem. I like to solve things. I'm a fixer, right? And I used to be really, really proud of being a fixer. But I have come through that wormhole of understanding that to be be in a constant state of trying to fix things implies that where I am is inherently wrong. If I'm constantly trying to fix where I'm at, then there's no way that I can be content or happy where I'm at. And that kind of defeats the purpose, right? (laughs) I don't want to be that way. And with pride, of being a fixer and looking for solutions, I can still look for solutions. I can still seek change in the way that I want to see change. I can do all these things. But with that pride of being a fixer, I am holding myself in a broken state and constantly seeing myself in a broken state. So instead of constantly trying to fix, I am now openly remembering that I have truth and knowingness inside of me for me this is a knowingness that resonates so deeply that I'm comfortable saying that this is the truth of the world and I I'm not a religious person and I I I tend to back out of religious conversations because I am so uneducated in religion um So it's not something that's ever um, been an important part. Spirituality is something different to me. Um, And recently I've... It falls into the systems falling conversation, okay? So like if, if, if there's a system out there that's never quite grasped, that I've never quite grasped and hung on to, in today's day and age, over the last three years of seeing that this is actually like happening now, um, I've allowed myself to let go of it. And instead of trying to fix myself for not understanding it, um, not being able to participate, um, the financial system is a great one to think about with this one. I, you know, I don't understand investing. I don't understand this and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm that's the way they want us. <laughs> because that way we just go along with it, you know. Um, sheep are valuable <laughs> to the people that are in power um and making decisions for us. So if there's a system that you've never really resonated with, um, I would offer the concept of, hey, that system is falling and as crazy and tragic and dramatic as the fall and the collapse of a massive system like the financial system or the healthcare system or our political system, or education system, so to speak, these are the bigger ones, right? Instead of being in this like state of turmoil and like, Oh my God, what the fuck? Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Ah, how are we going to survive? We can instead accept that it's happening and, seek to incorporate more of what we actually want in our life and less of the craziness, right? So then the question begs, and I promise you there is a point to what I'm getting at and why I want to speak and what I'm here for, is that in order to do the thing that resonates and do the thing that brings us more joy, we have to know what that is. And I think that's a lot of where the hiccup is for humans right now, is that because we've been so captivated, call it programming, call it brainwashing, call it whatever you want it, we've been captivated with the shoulds, with with being the good human, the the good woman, the good wife, the good spouse, the good mother, the 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 good human right they all that's what we all want to be we don't want to be you know we all do come from a place of love and we want to be loved and we want to show up as the good person that has all the answers and does everything right I mean that's like what we want to do right and now here we are in this space of like well fuck it's becoming uncomfortable to do what they tell me is right all the time and so why am I doing that? And I'm actually not, the more and more I do that stuff, I'm actually not receiving any more joy. I'm actually not, like this is this big lie of the patriarchy, okay? And that's the sugar word, I know, <laughs> stay with me. We will talk about the patriarchy, but most importantly, I'm not talking about hate, man hating. <laughs> it's not that. Everything that I will talk about, I, like I I beg of you and I yearn for you to, Have discernment, especially with what I say and what you see in the world and and allow ourselves. So this is where the practice and where creativity comes into play. And this is why I have this desire and I'm choosing to show up in this way, amongst other ways, for humanity right now, (laughs) because I don't know the answers right now. And it's a very uncomfortable place for someone who's been a fixer their whole life to come from. Is that I don't have the answers, but the reality is that none of us know the fucking answers because, like I said before, there is no playbook for this. We human humans, as we are right now, have never gone through this type of an evolution. We were not during the we were not alive during the fall of Rome, <laughs> or or the, the collapse of of, of Egypt. You know, and the Egyptians. Like, we are talking massive civilizational evolution. You know, you can call it a, a, a collapse of a civilization, but that takes a long time, and especially in today's age. I mean, we we might see it <laughs> in the next two, three years, but it's really going to make... It's going to take a while for it to make sense. And I, that's, not, that's not a doomer kind of statement, and I'm not... I, this is an offer for a perspective shift by way of taking our guard down, allowing ourselves to listen to other perspectives, and to most importantly, get in touch with ourself. Because we are are more than just a bag of bones. We are souls and I don't I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that any religion would like I said I'm not a religious <laughs> I don't know. I don't talk about religion and I I will talk with with other people about religion, but I I'm not here to tell you about anything about religion. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that most of religions would agree and maybe they don't and this is just my own thoughts. And this is spirituality coming out of me. I don't know. But I believe that as a soul, I am a piece of God, source, the universe, whatever. And that I came here knowing that I was going to experience this stage of human evolution. And I came here with a bit of a purpose. And to experience things, both good and bad, um, the the akashic record is kind of along the lines of what I'm I'm speaking of is that I, I I came here with purpose, and the thing is is that the moment you come, you incarnate as a child, as a baby, you forget all of that that you came with, but and and so therefore, and then you begin to be programmed into the society right you learn how to I mean even the very physical things you learn how to sit up you learn how to crawl you learn how to walk like you learn how to eat food you learn that you have three meals a day and you get some snacks or you you learn that you sleep at night and that you wake up in the morning you learn that that's your mom and that's your dad like you you we learn right and then we go through these programming processes of being programmed and and You know, you can think of it as a computer processor. You can think of it as like a a cult type thing. You can think of it however you want. But ultimately, you can look at pretty much every action that you have in life. And that is a product of your programming. You have certain thoughts, beliefs, actions, things that you do, tendencies that you have, quirks in your personality. We all have these things that are a direct result of the environment that we have been exposed to and here we are having been exposed to so many years of our life and the majority of it especially for anybody alive right now has been programmed by this 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 <laughs> I'm going to get intergalactic here but like there is a there is evil and there always will be it's a yin yang thing but there's darkness on our planet and it is trying to captivate the human who ultimately does have choice. This is the one thing that we do have. We have choice. And that's a hard thing for people to accept and to understand. And and the amazing part is that once you accept that and start to believe in that, then you can see in your own life where you acquiesce your choice because it's pattern, mostly. <laughs> Um, or because your body has grown accustomed to that. Hey there friends. I just wanted to pop in real quick uh, before the end of the show and say thank you. Thank you for listening to my thoughts and ramblings on how it is in the world. (laughs) I hope you feel the love I pour into this project. As a practitioner of the do less method, as well as an effort to hashtag fuck the shoulds, I've decided to forego traditional marketing and monetizing this project, podcast, and am instead relying on our connection, creating a ripple effect. If you thought of a loved one, a friend, a coworker, or fellow confused human, while you've been listening, please remember how easy it is to share. Look for the little box with the arrow pointing up, copy the link, and paste it in a text message. You can write something like, I thought of you when I listened to this, and press send. I'd also be remiss to not remind you that follows, likes, comments, and reviews all go a long way in the grand scheme of reaching more like-minded humans. So again, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to be on this journey with you very grateful for your support. Let's get back to the episode. Or, you, you know, so you either consciously or unconsciously typically acquiesce your choice. And acquiesce means to give up, to just lay down and to, to be, to, to let it happen. And we do that constantly all day long. <laughs> I do it. We all do it. Nobody's perfect. I mean, nobody, and not that that would be perfect. And so those whole right wrong like it's all just experiences it's all just energy and that goes into like a whole lot of quantum quantum stuff and again not my expertise I'm my expertise is literally painting (laughs) not even painting just being creative like doodling (laughs) if I even have an expertise honestly sometimes I think my expertise is just chatting and so this is why I'm here And hopefully you're still engaged and hopefully this continues in a positive direction because in that fear paradigm, which is what I'm kind of admitting to and dismantling for myself in this first episode, is this fear of being a bad person, right? And ultimately I know that I am full of love and that I exude love, as do you as does every other human on this planet. There's people that will argue that some of those people are so hijacked and are infiltrated by demons, you know, and, and, and programming is real and it works against us. And there is a lot. This is why we will get into um, some of the conspiracy theories and the, and the, 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 the rumors and the things that you've probably heard. And uh, it's easier to roll your eyes at and, and just think that everything's hunky-dory, but um, we're not fine. And even if you do believe that you are fine, what the good is, what good is fine? Like, is fine really all you want out of life is fine? Like, it's such a... Ugh. I think of, you know, friends that... And, and I've been in places where I will use, I'm fine over and over again because you can't say and you don't want to say and you doesn't feel safe to say what you truly want and, and how you're not fine and, and all the things because of all the reasons and the conversations that we have, et cetera, et cetera. But when I think about that statement, I'm fine, I'm fine. Uh, I go back to, to witnessing friends and looking at them and seeing how clearly not fine uh, they are. And I think about myself in those moments when how clearly not fine I am, or I was, and, um, you know, I've, I can remember thinking from a very early age, um, about eight or nine years old and nine or 10, I guess, because I actually remember where I was sitting on the back porch of my parents' house. (laughs) Um, and just really having this really conscious thought of how, fed up and how ridiculous it was that we were fed this um, this answer to a lot of questions of like when we had the question of like, how come this, this, and this? How come I have to go to school every day? How come there's only two days of the weekend? Or how come you have to be at work until six o'clock? Or how come we can't just stay at home by, you know, all these things. And it's just so often... Especially for the bigger, bigger societal questions to a 10-year-old, the answer was so often because that's just the way it's always been. And I can remember thinking at that age, like the equivalent, today's equivalent, my equivalent today of fuck that, like why? Clearly, we're going to have to change some shit. Like, why would you just keep doing something over and over and over again that's not working and nobody likes it? Why do we keep doing this stuff? Um, You know, and that that was. Shouldn't have did. (laughs) I shouldn't think like that was the was the message that you know was impacted upon me over the next five or six years like stop asking those questions it just is the way it's always been because that's the way our that's the way it was set up and that's the way it is <sighs> paper pushing you know bureaucratic bullshit um i'm not okay with that answer <laughs> and i've seen enough in my life my life story has led me enough times to the opportunity to change for myself. You know, it always starts with yourself. It really does. And for a long time, we've been able to get away with not doing the work and not, and not um, acknowledging, you know, we've been able to get away with being passive and not, you know, turning a blind eye and not paying attention to all the woes in the world. And that's not to say that there hasn't been activism. and I'm not really talking about activism in the in the current sense of the word. Um, and I'm not talking about social injustice necessarily um, unless you want to call the manipulative predictive programming that's been <laughs> applied to us as social justice. The point of what I'm saying is that there there is a lot of evil in the world and it's been really easy to turn a blind eye to it and there's been a thousand reasons why, a thousand ways that we can stand up without um, actually understanding what we're standing up for Um We've been manipulated in a lot, a lot, a lot of ways. And it's been easier to not see um, because of terms like conspiracy theorist and misinformation. Um, and so it has gotten inflamed in the last three years um, with, the, with the experience, the, the global experience of the last three years. And if you've made it this far... Um, and you're still engaged, then my hope is that you will find the courage in your heart to open up your ears and eyes and be willing to see however much it takes. I think every individual is different. Um, and certain subjects will be different. There's some really, really fucked up shit. Um, that's basically undeniable, And then there's kind of some petty local shit that may impact you more than the really, really, really fucked up shit. You know, um, everyone's going to be different. We all have different traumas. We've all filled our bathtub with different things. The bathtub analogy will come. I promise you. Um, I have ideas, I have solutions, I have ways to mitigate um, some of the thoughts, some of the poisons, we're, we're being poisoned as well, I mean, it's it's really not, you don't have to look too far to see the stuff, and my hope would be that you wouldn't have to look too far to um, to just Oh, to 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 awaken to the to the reality that we're that we're in and i don't mean that in the whole red pill blue pill woke not woke you know um it's not a republican democrat side switch it's not a political thing um there there's not any hope to sway someone's position to believing the way that I believe. My hope is to encourage your courage and encourage your remembrance so that you can show up for your life, your family, your society, your collective, because we all have our Our micro and then the macro collective and this human collective is is experiencing this. And again, we don't have the playbook for it. And I don't have the answers for it. But I do believe that we do have the answers within ourselves. And part of that programming has been to quiet and dampen those answers so that we stay controllable. Because if we were as in touch with our intuition as we were meant to be, we would not be in this position. We would have shut it down a long time ago. And it would be easier to shut it down and easier to move forward Um, because we're designed to live in love. We're not designed to live in fear and division and, and, and with this pointing of fingers and, and all all the things that we want to fight, the capitalism and the patriarchy and all these things that we're up against. We're not designed to fight. We're not designed to have to defend ourselves. I mean, even to the point, and we will talk about viruses and how they are not out to get us. (laughs) Like, it's just been, it's been manipulated. And if you need to go down the rabbit hole and watch all whatever 30 episodes of The Fall of the Cabal and, and and to see all of it in order to see it, then bless your heart, go do it. Um, if you can take my word for it and understand that we have to start departing from some of this stuff and and create the new and you don't have to look into any of it, if you can take my word for it, that it's there and that it's time for us to to, to move on and to start creating the new stuff, then bless your heart. Let's go. (laughs) Thank you for being on this journey. Um, and if there's somewhere in between there, I'm here for you because I have spent not just the last three years. Um, you know, the last three years I have gone down many a rabbit hole and, the phrase I keep saying to people is that it doesn't matter which rabbit hole you go down. It leads to a burrow and it's a burrow of complete and utter darkness that we don't know anything about. And honestly, I don't want to know anything about, and I don't think that it will ever get squashed out of existence because where there is light, there is dark. And as an artist and as a creative I understand how valuable shadow is to our world, to our perception. The shadow helps us identify. I am an avid snow skier and um, I haven't skied for about six years and got to go this year. And um, we spent two days up there and I was very, very, very adamant about the conditions of the days that we would go and I refused to go ski on a cloudy day (laughs) and you might wonder why because you want snow but the truth is that when the clouds roll in you no longer have any shadow because the sun can't shine as bright and it becomes what we call flat light and you like want to change your lenses on your goggles and you go find the trees because the trees help there be more shadow from what little light is coming through the clouds but it becomes hard to see things and so if you take that analogy and put it into the reality of evil and dark energies in the world It's not a matter of fighting those and although it it is, there is a paradox here because we do have to stand up against this stuff, but it's not a matter of not seeing it. We have, we have to see the dark. The dark is part of it and it's not easy and you're not alone and that's, It might seem a little bit doomer and it might seem a little bit morbid for me to (laughs) close out with this, but this is, this is what I'm here for. This is what I am standing up to share in the world, not, not to take you down. I'm not holding anybody's hand into these rabbit holes. However, I, I am here for you. Um, and we will talk about them in, in um, as much of um, unbiased and factually assertive um, discussions. And, uh, and alongside of that, a lot of solutions and a lot of thoughts around how we can move out of this because um, there are plants and there are trees in the world that only only seed and only, or only, um, spawn their seed. That's not the right terminology, but I think, you know what I mean? Their seeds are only become fertile through fire. Um, and I will tell the story later on, but, um, that's an important realization that we have to have a burn. And so we're going to have to experience this burn and it's going to get crazier and crazier in the world. And that's not a doomer thing again. I'm not here to be a doomer. Um, But the reality is that while we all think we're all fine and that everything's back to normal, it's not, there's nothing normal about what we're experiencing and we may not experience normal um, again in our entire lives. And that's both crushing (laughs) because that was fun, but it's also like, it's super liberating and it's really inspiring for me. And it's such an opportunity to really get in touch with ourselves and to truly create that which we want to see and experience and leave for our children in our life. Um, You know, that little childhood desire to just leave the world a better place it's time to step up and do it. Um, we have to pull our heads out of the sand and we have to, and I say that as lovingly as I possibly can. And I know that I am portraying love when I come here to speak, because that is my intention. And that's what I wanted to bring here today in this podcast episode, which I'm keeping under an hour. Don't worry. Um, is that I'm here. I'm here to talk about this stuff. I really am. I'm here. I'm here to, um, I'm sorry I have nice high vibe music playing and it ended and went to a little story time from my girls we don't need to listen to bluey in the background although I don't think that you guys can hear that but it's for my own peace of mind um love is the answer and this is what I'm coming with every day every time i share and i am going to stockpile these (laughs) and i am going to share candidly authentically and i'm going to trust that whatever message needs to come through with any given topic will come through and uh, i look forward to continuing the conversation um As we continue, um, and my hope is that you will continue listening to the topics, even the ones you may not want to hear about, um, you know, let's, let's do this. Let's get it out. Let's get it out of the air, you know, like, a you know, a gross bloody pussy wound or something that needs to be cleaned. We're in a, a pussy wound state of society. Oh, that's a gross analogy. Let's leave you with something a little bit more friendly. I don't know if I can come up with anything right now, but I'm here for it. I hope you're here for it, too. Thank you for being here. Um, thank you for being here, even if you don't ever listen to me again. <laughs> because we we knew what we were getting into when we came here, and we forgot. And that's Okay. Um, and it's time to remember. So let's just figure out how to remember. And that's going to look different for everybody. It's going to involve healing our nervous system. It's going to involve, you know, approaching unresolved traumas that have built all of these beliefs. It's going to involve a lot of courage, um, because it's not very easy to change our ways. Um, but I promise you that the more of us that continue to change our ways and the more of us that continue to make different choices based on our our true resonance, not what someone else is telling us we should do, the more of us that do it, the easier it's going to get. And my hope would be that nobody who listens to me or <laughs> listens to this podcast is going to have as much... Mm. turmoil or you know we we will all go through phases of disassociating and wanting to numb out and questioning our beliefs and our relationships and our just I mean welcome to the turning of age of humans and please know and trust that wherever you are on this um, it's exactly where you need to be and we're here. We're here for each other. Um, there is no turning back and you've got this and the more grace and love we can give ourselves and others around us, um, the easier and better off we're all going to be. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to this. I can't wait to come back and talk again. And um, let's dive in. Let's do it, right? Let's figure it out. Let's let's become that. Let's be. That's why it might end up being the Tenacious Be (laughs) podcast. Because we need to proactively and tenaciously remember how to be. Just be, be ourselves, be creative, be alive, be human. And I think we can do it. I know we can because we came here to do it. (laughs) So thanks for being here. Toodaloo. We'll see you next time.